McAllen, Texas is well known around the world as a birding capital. But what's not as well known is the fact that McAllen is a world-class destination for cuisine. If you're a gastronomer, you would love McAllen. There are more than 600 restaurants in and around town, and it's not just Tex-Mex. The array of food options in McAllen ranges from Mediterranean to Chinese to Japanese. You name it, you can find it here. Come along with us as we visit with Ricardo Macias, the owner of Roosevelt's at Seven in McAllen, Texas. I'm your host, Tom Wilmer. Hi, my name is Ricardo Macias. We are here at Roosevelt's at 7 in McAllen, Texas, located 821 North Main Street. We are one of the first gastro pubs and alehouse or eateries in McAllen. You could have chosen a real formulaic path to open a restaurant, taken the tried and true and followed the stats, but you didn't. You almost stuck your neck out intentionally on a high-risk venture rather than taking the safe path. That is correct. We went against everything that we knew McAllen had, from the macro brews to the typical foods, and tried to do something totally different, excluding the macro breweries and focusing on the specialty craft beers and micro brews, definitely some imports and specialty food items as well. Part of the key that took a while to kick in, as I understand, is the gastro brew part, in that this is as much a culinary experience as it is a brew experience. That is correct. The gastro pub formula is what is now taking over the industry itself. It's a new trend, from young business professionals to the older connoisseurs that enjoy the different varieties of beer. And I wanted to include that same specialty in our food items as well, going from freshly made items, made every day, and going along with that, trying to introduce something new. Well, let's talk a little bit about something that I know you're very familiar with. In the wine world, as we were talking about earlier, there's food and wine pairing. Well, there's also beer and food pairing. Tell us about that. That is correct. We actually also, once a month, hold a beer dinner, which consists of five-course meal, each paired with an individual beer. Actually, like wine, it's very complex, and with wines, you pair with different meals. Now the microbrew industry has gotten as complex and even used a lot of the wine-making structure to create these beers. We pair them with each individual item and have made it complex and interesting, educational for a lot of people who have never tried these new beers. Again, back to wine as a metaphor. As we both know, there's a wine, it might be a Merlot, that will give you one taste sensation until you pair it with venison. And then the Merlot becomes something new and different. Tell us about that metaphor in the beer world. Correct. We did try something earlier. It was, it was chocolate stout. Again, just like wine, the, some of these new beers have to breathe. They have to open up. You have a different mouth feel and taste. When you pair it with a different food item, it becomes an explosion in your mouth of different flavors that we are not typically used to. And then again, using wine as a metaphor, we do have specific beers that are now being paired with any kind of food item from your appetizers to your desserts. It is one of those new trends that are coming along and people are slow 
slowly but surely realizing that beer is not just for men drinking after work. Very much so. And just like the gal that we were with a few minutes ago, you fed her a beer that was very much a ladies' beer. Mm -hmm. And on the other end of the spectrum, there are some tough and mean beers out there. Oh, absolutely. And the reaction that I get, we have received, is what makes me happy, is introducing somebody that says, absolutely not, I do not drink beer, introducing something like the raspberry lambic or the framboise that we did try earlier, and the people are just blown away by the fact that they never knew. It's some. It's a new trend that we are trying to educate the Valley and a lot of non-beer drinkers. Boy, it's so far removed from a Budweiser or a Coors Light that it would be easy to think that, how could this be a beer? That is correct. Um, I mean, we can go from hard ciders to chocolate stouts, banana bread beers, a little bit of everything that if you're not looking for it by human nature, we try to stick with what we know. Our concept is to try to educate and show people that there is a difference and it's not your typical macro beer or Budweiser. Another interesting aspect of your business I find fascinating is you went out of the chute as both food and a beer aficionado and providing that for people as an experience and yet it took a while for the food to catch on even though it was here that's interesting yeah actually it was but I think it was the fact that we had so many different beers that people were not used to and the selection the amount of beers that we actually have on draft we have 49 different beers on draft and it's eye-catching people automatically would just go straight to the bar and order food. We have slowly but surely grown into educating the people as well in the different style of food and what we have, but it was so much of an attraction or something that Valley needed so much that they focused on the beer and then the the food grew slowly but surely. And that's the way we really wanted to, to perfect it and make sure that we didn't grow too big too fast and not provide the level of service or quality that we were looking for. And if I remember correctly, when you started your business going into it, You had no clue whether this thing would be gone in six months and you'd be doing something else with a bunch of beers stuck in your garage. No, absolutely. It was, we did take a big risk. We were in the software industry before, and this was going to be a side project that we had. Taking the chances, doing some homework in regards to the amount of beer consumption in South Texas, we figured if we would take a small percentage of that, we could at least pay the bills and have a couple of beers to drink for ourselves. But it wound up way beyond that. Oh, absolutely. I'm so happy with the appreciation and the amount of people that are willing and open to try something new. We just celebrated our three-year anniversary and we are still growing and trying to bring more selection to the valley. We're just about out of time, but before we go, share a little bit about your philosophy relative to your food, because your food is extraordinary. Oh, wow. Well, thank you, first and foremost. Actually, I've been in the industry for quite a while. Graduated from Florida International University for hospitality, and I have a pretty good idea of what I like to serve. The real true master is my chef, Miguel Dominguez. I guide him in the direction that I want to go, and he creates the magic. We do work hand in hand in putting it together, but he is truly the one that has taken us to another level. And now fresco is really an integral part too, isn't it? Yes, absolutely. Um, It's one of those things where, again, we try to do everything from scratch, making sure that the quality is there and doing our taste plates early on and again being consistent is the key to our business unfortunately we're out of time but it's been a pleasure thank you again pleasure talking to you again it's ricardo macias from roosevelt at seven located at 821 north main street mccallan texas our phone number is 956-928-1994 and we'd be more than happy to see you all come in and try us out thank you so much i love it 
The underbed music playing in this show was performed by Perla Batala from her Disco Batala album. Mm-hmm.